it is good to have you here this morning. And this is an exciting morning for us to celebrate together young men and women who, who have at some point in their lives made a choice to follow Jesus Christ. You know, this morning is about celebrating that choice, celebrating that relationship that began with Jesus Christ at some point earlier in their journey. You know, the Bible, uh, especially in the book of Acts, over and over says they believed and were baptized. They believed and were baptized. They repented. You know, Peter tells us in Acts chapter 2 that the people were asking him what they needed to do. And he says, repent and be baptized. So baptism is something that follows our decision to follow Christ. So that's what we're here to celebrate this morning. Those who have believed and now desire to be baptized. And so, you know, I just, I want to thank all of you that are here. I want to thank family and friends that are here to support and to celebrate with these young men and women. And many of you have had uh, an impact on their lives. I met a great-grandmother this morning that's here for their great-grandchildren's baptism. It's leaving that legacy. But, but this morning I want to talk a little bit about, about what a disciple is. Because really, um, what we're celebrating is people who have chosen to become disciples of Christ. And, and what is a disciple? You know, a disciple really is, by definition, is a learner or a student. So these young men and women, they are students. They are learners of their teacher. It's one who follows another's teaching. You know, a disciple was not only a pupil, but it was, it was someone that, that was a supporter, a follower of their teacher. And so back in the time of Jesus, you had philosophers and, and you had teachers who, who would who develop a following. And, and these disciples would follow them wherever they went and would listen to their teaching and try and learn what they were being taught. But they would follow them wherever they went and they would do whatever they were asked to do. So as a disciple, you know, you're not just somebody that, that today has another title to their name. I'm, I'm a Christian now. A disciple is a follower. A disciple is one who follows the example of their teacher. Jesus Christ is our teacher through his word. And so we follow his example. We do what he asks us to do. A disciple is a follower. You know, in Matthew chapter, or I'm sorry, in John 8, 31, Jesus said to the, to the Jews who believed, he said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Now, I love the way that the message paraphrase puts it. He says, then Jesus turned to the Jews who claimed to believe in him. I would say most of you here this morning would claim to believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord. But then, then he says this, he says, If you stick with this living out, what I tell you, you are my disciples for sure. Do you get that? Living out. 
doing what he asks us to do. You know, so many people believe that, you know, if you get baptized and you just continue to live the way that you've always lived, as long as you say you're a believer, it's okay. That's not what a believer is. That's not what a disciple is. A disciple is someone who follows and does what their teacher instructs them to do. We're celebrating these disciples this morning who are choosing to follow, to do what their, their teacher is teaching them to do. A disciple is also willing to die. And we talked about this in our class. A disciple is willing to die for their teacher, for the one that they are following. Galatians 2.20 says that, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, so we die. Yet the old man in us dies. We figuratively die to our old self and we are now living a new life. And, and when you're baptized, that's what it means. When we put them down under the water, that's signifying the death of the old person. But when we bring them up, that is signifying their resurrection to a new life. They've died to the old self and are now choosing to live a new life. So a disciple is willing to die. A disciple is willing to literally give their life. You know, in every part of the world, in many parts of the world, when a person chooses to follow Christ and is baptized, many of them are put to death for choosing to believe and choosing baptism. You know, every year 170,000 people die for their faith in Jesus Christ. So I think that's what is at one about every five minutes. So while we're, and I think we've talked about this before, but, but while we are worshiping, you know, 10 people will die because they believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior. And Jesus told his disciples this. I remember Peter in Matthew chapter 17 rebuked Jesus for saying that he was going to die. He says, surely this cannot be. And Jesus turned to him. He says, get behind me. But then he says, he says this. He says, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. What Jesus was saying, look, you have to be willing to follow me to do what I did. I'm willing to give my life. Are you willing to give your life? Are you willing to literally die? For your faith. Because a true follower, Jesus says, is willing to give up his life. And there are people that do that every day. Yeah, Kara was in Turkey. In Turkey, people die for confessing Jesus Christ as their Savior. Yeah, Brian and Sandy just got back from Kenya. And Brian spent a lot of time in Sudan. In Sudan, people die for following Christ. And so a disciple is willing, he's willing to die. Something else that a disciple does, a disciple loves the other disciples that are gathered around him. You know, Jesus tells us in John 13, one of my favorite verses in the New Testament, is that this command I give you, a new command, 
to love one another and as you have as I have loved you so you also must love one another they says by this all men will know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another so when the world looks at us, they see the way we relate to one another. If we love one another, they say, those are disciples of Jesus. But I wonder what the world thinks when we don't love each other, when we don't care for each other, when we talk about each other and tear each other down. What does the world think about that? Disciples of Jesus Christ love one another. This is what a disciple does. And we do it because our teacher... Jesus did that. He loved us. Even when we weren't lovable. 1 John 3.13 says, Do not be my surprise, my brother, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. That's a pretty serious thing, that we love one another. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. That's love. And as disciples of Jesus Christ... That's what we're commanded to do. That's what we're commanded to do. We're commanded to be followers. We're, 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 we're to be willing to die for him. We're commanded to love others the way that Christ loved us. And a disciple also is one who bears fruit. A disciple bears fruit. You see... When you're a disciple of Christ, people see that because they see it in your actions. The Bible says, by their fruits you will know them. And so if, if you're not bearing fruit, if people don't see any difference in you, my question is, are you truly a disciple? Because the Bible says that, that a disciple is a fruit bearer. In John 15, Jesus said, I am, the, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Do you get that? He will bear much fruit. So those of you that are this morning are, 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 are choosing to, to take this next step in your, in your faith journey as disciples of Christ, Jesus said, you're going to bear fruit. You're going to do good things for me. You're going to serve me. I'm going to be the most important thing in your life. He goes on, he says, If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish. And it will be given to you. This is my Father's glory. That you bear much fruit. Showing yourselves to be my disciples. If you bear much fruit. Jesus said you will show that you are my disciples. 
You see, Christianity, being a Christian, isn't just a label that we have. It's a lifestyle that we live. Are you living that lifestyle? And this morning we're celebrating these young men and women are choosing to live this lifestyle. When we confess Jesus Christ as Savior, we're choosing to live that lifestyle. Now this thing, this, this baptism that we're doing this morning, baptism is not a matter of salvation. It is a matter of obedience. In other words, them being baptized this morning isn't what saves them. They're being baptized because Jesus commands it. You know, Jesus showed us by example when he began his ministry, he chose to be baptized. He told his disciples they should, they should go and, and into all the nations and baptize. And so this thing we're doing this morning isn't a matter of salvation, it's a matter of obedience. They're doing this because they want to be obedient to their master, to their teacher, to do what, what Jesus asked them to do and he asks us, that when we accept him as our savior, we take the next step and, and, and we choose baptism. And my hope is that, that the day you accept Jesus Christ as your savior, you will long to be baptized because that's what the Bible instructs us to do. Believe and be baptized. Repent and be baptized. And I would love to see us every Sunday morning as a part of our, of our worship baptizing new believers because that's what this is all about that's what baptism is it's about a decision to follow Christ it's a part of the discipleship process now this morning when these young men and women come up they're going to come up and they're going to go down into this baptistry and we're going to take them and we're going to, as they're standing there, we're going to put them down underwater, signifying their death. And if you would, in Romans chapter 6, is a beautiful picture of what baptism is. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. It says, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. And when they go underwater, that's what it's representing, their death. We talked about this a little bit earlier. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. We've been, if we've been united with Christ like this in death, we will certainly be united with him in his resurrection. So we're signifying death and new life. And that is cause for us to celebrate this death and new life that has happened at some point earlier in their spiritual journey. And we're going to be hearing, we're going to be hearing about their journeys um, actually right now because it's time for me to stop but I would encourage you, you know, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you've made a personal commitment to him, the next step is baptism. Being a follower, being obedient, doing what your master asks you to do. That's your next step of obedience. All right, let me pray.
I want to pray for these young men and women. I'm excited about this. All right. Father, thank you for... Lord, we thank you this morning for these young men and women that, that, that have chosen to, to be your followers, have, have believed on you as their Lord and Savior, have repented of their sins, are walking with you and are now choosing to show the world that they are Christ followers. Lord, I pray that their testimonies would be inspiring, would be challenging. Lord, you would give them the words to speak and you would give us words, give us ears to hear what has been spoken and Lord, that you would be honored and glorified through this time this morning. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.